When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Genetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. <laughs> Time. You can check your iPhone, better say it's our time I don't even need a watch, I don't even see a clock Soon as I walk in, it feel like me a clock Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the NXT Rundown I am your host, Ginger And this week, with me Is a gentleman that is a legend here on the Rundown Wrestling Network He is a man that has made many, many appearances Ladies and gentlemen I introduce to you, John Laurinaitis. Oh, hey, how you doing? Good to be here. Um, I'd rather be uh, uh, definitely oiling Vince's arms, but, you know, I, I figured I'd take a few minutes and and uh, do this here, this podcast, as you will. Ladies and gentlemen, I am alone this week. Uh, Jason is on assignment. Troy had run to the emergency room due to a dildo being stuck up his ass. Sal had to return to his homeland, so to speak. No, not Mexico. AEW. And so Adam either is not feeling well, whatever, and John is stuck doing other things. So you just got me this week, ladies and gentlemen. Good to be here. We had a uh, pretty crazy episode of NXT, a.k.a. NXT, The Great American Bash. But before we get into that, we have a little bit of news. Um, We got... uh, I'm going to hop right into one of the bigger items that happen and no I'm not talking about Al E Star Black um uh, making his debut in AEW I'm talking about Keith Lee um obviously everybody knows he hasn't worked a WWE match since February uh he has not been mentioned he has not really tweeted or anything of that nature, but he did go ahead and tweet something out and, uh, today, actually, at 1.30 this afternoon. Um, a lot of people were tweeting at him about him becoming the first North American champion and NXT champion, and he tweeted back at you know, he just made a tweet because I'm sure he was getting bar- bamboozled with a bunch of tweets. And he just said, many of you are reminding me of this day a year ago. So much has happened since then. It feels so long ago. Then went on to say, patience, my friends, that there is zero quit in me. And the in is capitalized. So don't quit on me. And the on is capitalized. I miss you and I love you. This is a very odd, odd, odd situation. 
Um, again, again, like I said, we, we haven't seen him on Raw since February. Uh, they haven't mentioned him, and he really has been hush-hush about things. Um, we haven't heard any true concrete evidence of what his issue is. There's been rumors swirling uh, that it's health-related, or it was he's having issues with creative control, or not creative not having anything for him, uh, and also a potential issue with WWE clearing him for return. Nobody knows, and he's not coming out to talk about it. Um, I can't. I, I can't remember if we discussed this on WWE Rundown or not, but. It almost, oh no, I'm sorry, it was, it was in our tax feed. So, um, it almost seems like it's a health issue. Um, but then again, at the same time, they haven't mentioned him. Like, once he was off TV, he was off TV, and you, re- it was almost like the Roman treatment when Roman took off, uh, during the COVID era. Um, he, they didn't really talk about him. They didn't mention him. They didn't show any highlights of him. This is a very odd situation. Uh, I mean, we, we've talked about it on end multiple occasions, but it's just an absolute odd situation going on with Keith Lee. Um, they obviously had a big push situation for him, considering the fact that he beat Randy Orton in his first pay-per-view match and his first match on Raw. Um, and you had him... Uh, almost immediately feud with Drew McIntyre, but then as soon as McIntyre defeated him, he was gone. And it almost seemed like Keith Lee was going to be feuding with Sheamus for a little bit, and that went that, that dead in the water. So it's going to be interesting to know, to find out what exactly happened um, for his absence when he does return. Uh, I, I don't want to continue to speculate, so I won't throw anything else out there. Uh, it's I'm not going to pull a tuna Meltzer and just be like, oh, he's, he's injured. That's what exactly what it is. Oh, plans changed on an injury. So let's hope that Keith Lee is okay. Um, we obviously don't want anything wrong with him. But get him back on my television, please, for the love of God. Um, please. <laughs> so let's let's take a trip to the AEW locker room. Um, if you've been living under a rock for the past, I'd say, twenty four hours, uh, formerly formerly known WWE. Performer Alistair Black made his debut in All Elite Wrestling. Um, this is kind of odd as well because um, normally when WWE superstars are released, uh, they have a 90-day no-compete clause. And it's been, oh God, I want to say... Two months, maybe a month. So uh, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty weird because you see it all the time. Oh, I can't compete for ninety days due to my contract, and uh, yeah, he debuted after oh, a lot shorter than that, with either the third or half that time in AEW. I'm glad he's working. I'm glad that he got signed. Um, I think it's interesting. Listen, I get it. AEW keeps signing WWE people, release people, but you know, we, we, we all complained when these, when some of these guys weren't getting used and, you, we can't turn around and just be like, oh, you went to AEW, that's an WWE reject. Because in reality, I'm sure 
Tommy End got paid a damn good contract and is an, it, it, I believe they're called all elite contracts, uh, which is a, the higher end contracts when going into AEW. Um, so good for him. I'm happy. Uh, I hope they use him properly. Uh, he's going to be feuding with Cody. Um, and a lot of the time that spells doom for people that immediately feud with Cody. Um, look at Sean Spears. Uh, look at Anthony Agogo. Uh, look at, uh, I, I don't watch AEW, but these are all the people that um, I see them talking, discussing in the feed and stuff. Um, uh, so, yeah, when you're up against Cody, you tend to job to him. And if they do that with Black, then it's just another guy that Cody got fed. Simple. It's it's ridiculous to how that goes, but we will see how that goes. Uh, but he is now known as Malachi Black under the All Elite platform. So let's hope that they do good things with him. Um, and you know, like I said, we we can't complain that he's there if he's on TV. But we will we'll see what road they go down with Tommy End, aka now Malachi Black, in the All Elite Wrestling Company. Suck my dick, Tony Khan. Uh, so, besides that, uh, I I, I kind of jumped into the news and I forgot to bring up. So, during the WWE rundown, uh, I said, uh, randomly, I just got some shitty news. Well, that shitty news was... I... Had a tattoo booking for seven months, and all of a sudden, five days before my appointment, and the the, the tattoo appointment was for a memorial for my mom, uh, and so it's pretty important. And the guy booked me in December for it, and it was coming up. Uh, I was supposed to be getting it this Sunday, and all of a sudden, five days prior, uh, which was Tuesday. Uh, I got a text saying that he was canceling on me because he prefers to do larger and larger tattoos that take longer. Um, so that really, I, I legitimately got four hours of sleep that night because I was so furious with it. And now the guy is, he's currently texting me, um, and he's trying to tell me that I asked for my refund back. Uh, and he told me he'd get it to me Friday. And now he's currently telling me um, that he will have it either either Friday or uh, when he has the deposits back. Because I was going with a friend to get it done. Uh, and when uh, that person was getting their own a memorial tattoo for my mother. And so um, I will not plug the company. I will not give them any publicity, but uh, yeah, it's pretty messed up because you know it's a memorial tattoo. He knew about it for seven months. He knew exactly what I wanted and about how big. Um, so the dude's a scumbag. That's exactly what he is. So I, I will not give them any publicity or anything like that. I will not name names. So, but yeah, that if you listen to the WWE rundown, you heard me say I just got some really shitty news. That was my shitty news um, because all basically uh, at the time it was you know basically like prime COVID times, and uh, there was all basically all tattoo artists were booked up like months and months in advance. So, and this guy 
I thought was seemed like a legitimate guy, but apparently that wasn't the case because seven months later, he canceled on me a few select few days before my uh, appointment. So fuck that guy. So let's get into NXT, the great American bash. Uh, we did do the prediction poll. Uh, we want, I want, I personally want to thank everybody that participated. I will put out the names. Jake Ouellette, Ben Ouellette, Charlotte's Squirt Cam, John Venerick, Troy, Selector of Ass, me, Cuban Assassin, Adam, you know the one, God's Juggalo, Bruno Tomas, El Dico Loco. Loco. Jackson Stewart, Sal D, and the big stick. Uh, so thank you guys for participating. And uh, let's get into this show, shall we? We get into the intro and build up to all the matches taking place this evening uh, for the special episode of the Great American Bash NXT episode. Uh, we're starting off with a pretty hot match, the NXT Tag Team Title Match MSK defense defending against Old and Toothless. Ciampa and Carter start. Carter does some flashy stuff, but gets cut off with a big chop, but he replies with a corkscrew crossbody to Ciampa, and they come to a standstill. Uh, MSK tried some tag offense, but Thatcher grabs Carter and big slaps, then Insigiri's Lee, giving Old and Toothless the upper hand. Uh, they then follow up with the uh, beats of the Bowerin-esque, uh, where they're both beating the shit out of their opponents. Uh, big running knee by Ciampa in the corner. Nash gets the tag and hits Ciampa with a roll-through snap mare, followed up by a penalty kick. Then goes for a moonsault to the outside, but Thatcher pushes Ciampa out of the way and gets taken out, by Ch but Ciampa nails a big clothesline, taking back control. We come back for break, tag to Lee. He hits a jumping drop kick to Ciampa's neck, right in the back. Uh, goes off the ropes, but Thatcher pulls down the rope, sending Lee outside. Um, he is then sent back in and met with a running knee from Ciampa that gets a two. The knee looked fucking stiff, too. Uh, tag team kicking combo by S MSK. Then the hot fire flame gets a two on Thatcher. That move is fucking fantastic. Uh, Lee gets the tag after a fire up by Carter. And they go for the finish, but Thatcher runs in and ends up hitting Ciampa by mistake with a running uppercut. Uh, 619 around the post. Lee goes for the backhand spring kick, but is cut off by Ciampa with a low drop kick on the flip. Fantastic fucking spot. The timing has to be key, or you're going to fuck up somebody in that spot. Uh, Ciampa then hits Project Ciampa um, with... <laughs> Oh, I'm even going to fucking bring this up. Um, so, let, let, let's see here. <sighs> Dick Carter calls it knees to the back. God, I, 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 I hate him so much. Uh, a close two with Lee kicking out of Project Champo. Uh, a couple respective tags leaves Ciampa going for air raid crash off the second rope, and Carter escapes and hits a head tuck super kick in the corner. Carter then hits a swanton, then Lee hits a spinal tap, but Thatcher breaks it up at two. Beautiful falsy spot. Um, assisted fairytale ending after Ciampa and Thatcher make their way back. Uh, Thatcher immediately puts on the ankle lock, but Carter pushes Ciampa into Thatcher. Carter rolls up Thatcher and gets a win. A roll-up victory for MSK. Uh, this match was... These guys, there's no way that these guys did not wake up Wednesday morning and say, holy shit, I am stiff. 
These guys beat the hell out of each other. It was a good brawler match for Thatcher and uh, Ciampa. And MSK kept right up with them. Yeah, MSK did some, you know, the flippy shit, which that's that's their MO. That, that's their thing. That's what they do. Uh, so, but uh, this match was fantastic in my opinion. Uh, I I honestly don't think they could have picked a better uh, opener. Um, so, kudos to those guys. Uh, as for uh, predictions... We have Jake, Charlotte Squirt Cam, Adam, El Dico Loco, Loco, Jackson, Sal, and the Big Stick, all picking MSK to retain, so you were all correct. So Congratulations, everybody else. Uh, we apparently just suck. <laughs> uh, battery charger is up to 91%. Interesting. Very, very interesting with this one. Um, we come back from commercial and Samoa Joe and Mr. Regal are in the ring. Uh, Regal brings up Johnny antagonizing Cross the past few weeks, and Regal needs to address the matter and calls them to the ring. Uh, No Scarlet, and I'm not into the segment now at all. Uh, It's very disappointing. Uh, Johnny says to Cross, you suck. (laughs) I've been living in your head rent-free for the past few weeks. And there's a lot of room in there, so I've been living like a king. A fantastic line by Johnny. Uh, Johnny's on fire with this new gimmick. Um, he's he he can do heelish things, but in a babyface manner, I guess you can say, right? That makes sense, right? Um, take over. You realize you're not even in my league, and you're you are terrified to get in this ring with me. Uh, Regal then perks up and announces that next week we will see Johnny Gargano versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. Cross then asks Johnny, you think I'm afraid of you? I didn't try to run you over last week. You were just in my way. Uh, Cross then says something very interesting. When he wakes up in the morning, he only has three things on his mind. Never lose the NXT Championship. The next two are the interesting factors. To headline WrestleMania and to win the WWE Championship. Now, if you ask me, this is, like I said, very, very interesting because normally, like, when they, they try to keep the two separate for the most part. You know, when mentioning specific things and and this is what I what I can remember the first I mean besides Charlotte and um uh, reaffuting, this is the first time when you know the NXT champion mentions Mania and Winning the WWE Championship. Uh, I, I think, uh, if you didn't hear, uh, Cross worked a dark match on main event, or not really dark match, but he worked a main event match. Um, and Vince obviously likes this guy because he's giant. Well, not giant. He, he's, he's built good. And Vince, just like Johnny Ace, uh, loves a good oil about big man. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, but we'll, we'll I, I think we know what's going to happen with that, but oh, we'll, we'll eventually see. Um, so anyways, uh, cross goes on. And what do you do in the morning? Johnny put on a pair of your wife's jeans. Oh shit. He's getting personal. Uh, this is the real world. This isn't a comic book. And in real life, 
Mr. Gargano. People like you get the living daylight. What uh, get the living daylights beaten out of them by people like me, and that's just the way it really is. It's the way it really is. Uh, and next week, it will be no different. Um, Regal then interferes again and says. To make sure everything goes according to plan, there will be a special guest referee. And it's Samoa Joe. Johnny immediately starts chanting, Joe, 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 Joe. Um, and Johnny goes to get out of the ring and he says, Before I leave, it's funny that you bring up my wife's pants because you couldn't even lace my wife's boots Oh, vicious, which is true. Uh, me and Jason have discussed that Candace is one of the greatest in-ring performers and workers in general, uh, male or female. Fantastic. She blows uh, a lot of people out of the water. And I thought, I think I thought you'd know where I was going with that, but no. No, not going there. Uh, Cross then says, why wait till next week? And steps toward Johnny. But Samoa Joe steps in his way. Those two stand face to face and have a little stare off for about, I'd say, 30 seconds. So I I want to predict that um, Johnny, I want to say Johnny wins. And Joe runs a program with Cross. Like, it's so apparent that Joe is obviously going to be working sooner rather than later. Um, especially with uh, Cross, because those basically since the beginning of Joe being the, uh, you could say, enforcer for Regal. Uh, Cross has been, you know, kind of a thorn in Joe's side, and I, that that would be my prediction. And at the takeover for SummerSlam, uh, you're gonna get Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross. I think that's what we're getting. I could be wrong, but wouldn't be the first time I'm wrong on anything. Uh, uh, we get a we then get a build up video for the Million Dollar Championship match. Uh, and then we get a Kushida promo saying he's going to take out Diamond Mine and his title shines more than any diamond. Speaking of the Million Dollar Championship, that is our next match. L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Bell rings and Grimes immediately boots and clotheslines Knight over the top and then a PK run uh, off the apron, I guess you can say. Uh, and then back in the ring, Cameron Grimes hits a picture-perfect high cross body off the top rope. Uh, eventually, Knight cuts off Grimes with a back elbow to get control. Knight goes for the slingshot shoulder tackle, but Grimes hits a Superman forearm and a beautiful standing moonsault for a two. The... This spot, uh, the, the the slingshot into the shoulder, uh, shoulder slingshot shoulder tackle into the Superman forearm looked amazing. Uh, Knight left his jaw wide open for him, and Grimes connected beautifully. Uh, Grimes attempts an O'Connor an O'Connor roll, but Knight drops down and smashes Grimes head. Head first into the top buckle, then hits a toss up power slam for a two. Uh, two ducked clotheslines, and then Grimes hits the crash course, a collision course for the powder. A couple forearms and a tidal wave gets a two for Grimes. Knight, Knight tosses Grimes over, but Grimes over the top rope, but Grimes skins the cat, but Knight capitalizes when he comes back in and hits a reverse Death Valley driver. Fray 2. 
Nice spot. Nice. Uh, up and over, and Grimes climbs to the top, but Knight sees it and hits a run-up suplex for a two. Knight grabs the title and gets in the ring, but the ref grabs it in an O'Connor roll by Grimes, but Knight reverses in a kick out at two. Nice little, nice little falsely because obviously Knight being the heel had the good grab on the tights and uh, the crowd bought it. I did almost a little bit too. Uh, Poison Rana by Grimes and a kick out at two and Grimes sells this with his facial expression very well. Uh, looking for the cave-in, but Knight leaves the ring in a PK attempt again, but it's caught in a leg sweep and Grimes Grime smashes his face off the mat, off the apron, the hardest part of the ring. Uh, and Grimes stands there and Knight grabs a hold of him and delivers a DDT on the championship belt that is right there on the floor. Uh, and Knight smartly tucks the championship under the ring so the ref does not see it. Uh, Knight looks for the count out and Grimes slides in just in the nick of time at the count of nine in seven eighths. But at this point, the damage is done and Knight hits the BM BFT for the win. And Cameron Grimes now has to be a butler for L.A. Knight. Uh, this, this was kind of like one of those weird situations because I, I understand why they did the ladder match for the million dollar championship, but I kind of feel that that should have been the end of the feud instead of the beginning. Well, you know what I mean? The, the first match of the series. Because the ladder match, like any gimmick match, is, well, at least used to be the end-all, be-all of the feud. Like, it used to be it. So, I don't understand why they chose the ladder match and then uh, a basic match, which I understand there, it's, it's going to be Grimes... I think Grimes wins the title at the end. I could be wrong again, but I, I see Grimes winning it, and we'll we'll end up seeing what happens. But as for predictions, all but one person picked L.A. Knight, and that one person was El Dico Loco. Loco. Sorry, buddy. Uh, picked wrong on that one. We can't win them all, right? So, moving on. Uh, we get an interview with Dak and Rack, and they are here for dinner time. She asks them what the, who they think walks out as the tag, women's tag team champion tonight. Uh, Kai just blames Shotzi for costing her uh, the titles. and Well, the title shot. Or, yes, title shot. Uh, uh, and Kai says she will do anything to get back to a championship. She didn't say the tag team titles. And obviously she didn't say the women's NXT championship championship, but it was interesting that she didn't specify the tag team title. Little, little. Little interesting there. We'll we'll see where that leads, but I mean that that's eventually going to be the breakup of those two for that belt. I, I I don't know who the baby is and who the heel is. My guess would be Raquel being the baby face, but we'll see. Uh, we then see a bunch of dudes standing on the ramp, and these are the participants for the breakout tournament. And here they are. Trey Baxter, Carmelo Hayes, Andre Chase, Josh Briggs, Ikimen Jiro, I really hope I pronounced that right, Joe Gacy, Odyssey Jones, Duke Hudson, and that's it. Uh, begin the first match 
First round, Ikemen Jiro versus Duke Hudson will take place next week on NXT. Um, I've, I know Josh Briggs. I know Carmelo Hayes. I hope one of the two win it. Um, we'll see. This is, this is an interesting lineup. Uh, I, I hate to say it. I don't see Trey Baxter winning it. Uh, I, I I really do see Carmelo Hayes winning it because they gave him the opportunity. His first match, his debut match was against Kushida for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And then the uh, three, two or three weeks later, his next opponent was Adam Cole. The, uh, the gold standard right now for NXT. They, that is their baby, so to speak. Not baby face, but... Baby, like, wah, wah, baby. Um, so they obviously have a lot of trust in him. I do see him, especially after that performance against Cole. I see I see Hayes. I, I'd love to see it come down to Carmelo Hayes and Josh Briggs. I really do. I think that would be fucking phenomenal. Two New England guys going at it for... <clears throat> if it, I, I don't know if they're doing the contract this year for whatever title they want. Um... I I can't remember. I, I haven't heard them, and if they have, I do apologize. So we'll we'll see. Uh, it's definitely definitely an, an interesting lineup. Uh, Josh Briggs looked ginormous, by the way. I don't know if it's because he was on he was all the way in the back on t- on the highest part of the ramp, but and don't get me wrong, he's a tall guy. He's a big dude. So uh congratulations to josh briggs and carmelo hayes and uh, i mean everybody else but specifically goes guys because they're from new england uh moving on zoe stark and io shirai look to capture those nxt tag team championship against candice LeRae and indy hartwell uh indy is wearing her razor ramon inspired gear um, looking looking good too. Definitely, uh, I approve. It's ginger. It's got the ginger stamp of approval. OGM. Uh, Indy and EO start, and Indy early sells a low drop kick, like the second move to happen in this match. I was like, oh boy, this might be a rough one. Um. Tag team offense attempt, but EO ain't having it and hits a top rope drop kick, then a double suplex by Moon. The fuck are you? Zoe and Indy in and a stomach and a stomach hot shot by Indy, and she does the razor taunt to celebrate. Amazing. Uh, tag, we come back from break and tag to EO and Candace, and they battle with EO getting the, the better. Getting the better of the two with a flapjack, tiger kick, and a springboard springboard drop kick gets a two count. Tag to Zoe hitting a running knee, EO hitting double knees in the corner, then the double underhook lift backbreaker. But Zoe super kicks LeRae as she's vertical, and then she delivered the backbreaker. Nice little tag move. Uh, over the moonsault is missed, and LeRae puts the Gargano escape on EO, and Indy puts the silence on Zoe. EO reverses into a pin, having Indy break her submission hold and to break up the count. Big palm strike by EO, and she climbs the ropes, but Indy stops her, and Candace hits a second rope German for a two count. Hartwell with a protoplex for a two count. Uh, Indy gets tagged, and all of a sudden, the lights go out. The battery is now fully charged. Green lights go on. And the lights go on. And standing on top of the ramp is Tegan Knox. I'm stoked for this, but... We'll, we'll get into it a little bit after I finish this match, but uh, I believe I predicted that it was going to be Tegan Knox. So uh, I, I pulled the Jason. So there's, there's your Jason moment for the week. 
Uh, Candace looks shocked, and Indy tries to springboard something into EO, but she kicks her. EO kicks her and drop kicks her into Candace, sending Larray to the outside. Tag to Zoe, and she hits the 360 GTS. And Indy's shoulders come off the mat twice, but the ref doesn't see it and counts to three. And we have new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. I hate this. This is the third title change in, I think these titles were introduced in three months. Uh, And this is only their first or second defense of these titles for Candice and Indy. I don't like this. This is exactly what I didn't want to happen with these titles. Um, I wanted somebody to have a long stand with them. Uh, Maybe that's where we're at now with Zoe and EO. It just took a little while to get there to let EO take her time off and Zoe to kind of get some licks in on people. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed on this one. I thought Indy and Candace were good. Uh, I, I wonder where this leaves Ia, uh, not Ia, uh, Indy now that Candice is going to be feuding with Tegan Knox. Uh, it's it, it was very disappointing to see Zoe and Io win the win the titles. Moon the fuck are you, other NXT Women's Tag Team Champions? Uh, as for T, so after the match, um, we immediately get shown that Tegan is beating the fuck out of Candice on the outside. They get in the ring and Tegan goes to work, but Candace escapes and Tegan gives chase through the crowd. EO and Zoe celebrate, leaving Indy all by herself. <coughs> we go to commercial and we come back and Tony Storm arrives for dinner time and I am fully erect. Uh, Tony goes on to say, how can Raquel have her set her sights on Shotzi when Tony Storm deserves a championship match? Raquel knows Tony will beat her for the championship. That's why. Mackenzie asks what she thinks of Saray asking for a match against her. It was cute, but I am not example. An example. Saray was only a big thing after I left Japan. I've competed in more matches in Japan than this girl has had hot dinners. Saray is not on my level, and the answer is no. Uh, this is a great promo from Tony. Uh, I want, I, I'm almost wondering if they sent her to promo class for a few extra weeks and uh, she finally caught her groove. But uh, really good stuff, and me and me and Jason have kind of kind of discussed this that she's gotten better, and uh, I I thought she did a really good job on this promo herself with this one. Oh crap! My apologies. I forgot to do poll uh, poll results. Uh, so Jake Cuban assassin. And Sal D picked Zoe Stark and Io Shirai to win. So congratulations, gentlemen. Good picks. Uh, everybody else, uh, I, I think everybody was kind of on the same page where uh, we, we don't want to see Hot Potato with these titles. And unfortunately, that's that's what's going down. And it's kind of disappointing. Um. So they show a during the break clip and Indy is laying on the apron and all of a sudden Dexter Loomis comes and hoists her up and carries her to the back. Finally, Index is back together. Uh, Beth Phoenix was like super stoked that this went down. Uh, I think... That's what Indy's going to do, but I feel Indy needs to be in the ring working matches. I don't want to see her doing backstage um, 
or even promos or vignettes with Dexter Loomis. Uh, it's going to be, I'm sure some will be comical, but you can only go with that for so long before it's like, okay, we'll, we'll, where is this going? What are we doing here? All of a sudden, Ashanti the, Adon- Ashanti the Adonis introduces us to the Cypher celebration of the new NXT North American champion. Uh, B-Fad starts her Cypher. Top Dollar goes second, and he cannot catch the flow at all of the beat. Uh, and Swerve goes third. He's okay. Uh, as for B-Fad, she, she didn't do bad. She kept with the flow. It wasn't awful. Uh, the cypher ends, and they all sing the intro song for Hit Row. And that is mercifully over. Uh, I, I've stated that um, uh, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't get it with Hit Row. I, I shouldn't say I don't get it, because I get it. They're a uh, uh, Death Row Records ripoff. But I just, this, ah, no, no, didn't like it. Didn't like it. I'm sure everybody else on the Rundown Network will disagree with me, but I just, not my thing. I, I like rap music, but just don't, it, it's, this didn't do it for me either. We then get the build-up video package to Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly 2. But first, Joe and Regal are here to eat some dinner time. She asked them about great what they what their thoughts about Great American Bash is so far, and Regal says, "I'm really happy. We have new tag team women's tag team champions. Uh, MSK retained, and he, he's he's thrilled." Uh, she then asked Samoa Joe about Johnny and Karrion Cross's match. He just simply says, as the enforcer, I will not change the trajectory of the match. And unless uh, unless provoked, everything should be okay. Oh, boy. So, I see Johnny Gargano winning. Karrion Cross arguing with Samoa Joe after the match. And then Joe goes to walk away and Cross just beats the fuck out of him. And Joe doesn't even get the chance to retaliate because Cross just beats the hell out of him. That's what I see happening with that. Um, so we'll, we will obviously see. I hate saying that. I hate how I keep saying that, but I'm just going to keep saying it because we will see. <laughs> Such a dick. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the evening. Dang, 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 motherfucker! Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Jason's favorite thing, a tie-up to start this enormous blood feud between these two. Ugh. Uh, but then they get rolling. Sunset flip attempt, but O'Reilly hooks an armbar, but switches to an ankle lock. Cole gets the ropes, and Kyle stomps on his elbow while he's still holding rope. <laughs> Kyle in clear control, and every every time Cole rallies, Kyle cuts him off. Until we go to the outside, Cole hits a swinging neck breaker on the floor. Cole hits a pump kick and gets a two. Uh, brutal hard turnbuckle chest first by Kyle, and it looked awesome. It was it was great. Uh, Kyle cuts Cole's momentum off with a kitchen sink. Kyle just lays in some serious kicks and forearms and a leg sweep, followed up by a double underhook suplex, followed up by double underhook suplexes, and not releasing, and ending with a swinging double arm DDT, and that gets O'Reilly a two count. Kyle starts working on the injured knee from last week, but Cole replies with a backstabber, but getting Kyle's the back of Kyle's head, and that pin gets a two. Cole talks a bunch of shit to Kyle, and he retaliates with punches and goes for a ten punch, 
but Cole escapes and super kicks his leg from under him, and Cole really goes to work on Kyle's leg, wrapping it around the post a few more times. Kyle tries to fight back, and we get the infamous double clothesline for the powder. Boo-yay, boo-yay spot, and Kyle gets the better with a pump kick by Cole. And Kyle goes for the rebound, but Cole catches it and puts a knee bar on Kyle while he's still in the ropes. Dragon screw to Cole with his leg in between the ropes as he was climbing out of the ring onto the apron. Uh, so we know so we now have two men two have two men with one leg in an ass kicking contest. Who wins that JR? Both men start kicking each other, but Cole hits a chop block and a leaping shining wizard for a very close two. Looked fantastic. Almost a uh, claymore, but with in shining wizard form. Fantastic. Uh, very nice spot with Cole leaping over a leg sweep, hitting a super kick, but Kyle catches it and stands up delivering a nasty reverse perfect plex, driving Cole right on his neck for a good falsy. That move was gross. Uh, Urinari roll into a heel hook, but Cole quickly reverses into a figure four. O'Reilly rolls, but Cole follows through, but O'Reilly then reverses into a nice heel hook, but Cole gets to the ropes again. Those damn ropes. Cole goes for a takedown, but eats a knee, a back head kick, and a big forearm from Kyle. German attempt and Insigiri by Cole. But Kyle rebuttals with a PK sending him out of the ring. As in, Kyle had so much momentum with the kick, he ran through Cole and fell out of the ring. Cole goes on the apron and hits the Panama Sunrise on the floor. And just before the three, Kyle gets his foot on the rope. Another good spot. Cole pulls the knee pad down, but Kyle grabs him for a knee bar. Cole quickly quickly kicks him off, and Kyle attempts a PK, but Cole sits back. Roll up, but released, and Cole hits a super kick. Rebound clothesline turns Cole inside out. Kyle then hits a big brain buster, climbs up, and looks for the knee drop, but Cole moves and immediately hits the last shot. And one, two, three, no! Kyle kicks out. Panama Sunrise attempt again, but Kyle hits a knee lift, but hurts his own knee. Cole capitalizes, hits Panama Sunrise, then the last shot, and that's all she wrote. And your winner is Adam Cole, baby. At first, I thought this match was kind of going to be meh, but boy, they delivered again. Uh, I think it's kind of a tie for me between which was better to be completely honest. Cause <clears throat> the first match they were able to use weapons and, you know, do cool things with, you know, spots, cool spots with chairs and chain, the chain spot still stands out in my mind in that match. Um, but this match, these two worked their fucking asses off. Um, honestly, the, this again, this match was great. Uh, they hard hitting, uh, nice spots, good falsies involved. These two kicked the shit out of each other, but in a safe manner. And uh, Adam Cole gets the win, and that, that I, there was no way they were having Adam Cole lose another match. There was, there was no way. As for poll predictions, Charlotte Squirt Cam, Tony Selector of At Tony Troy Selector of Ass, myself, Cuban Assassin, Adam. Oh, I'm sorry, no, scratch that. Uh, God's Juggalo, El Dico Loco, Loco, and Sal D. All picked Adam Cole to win the match. Um, so we had one, two, 
three, four, five, six, seven people pick Kyle O'Reilly and uh, six people pick Adam Cole. So we were 49-51. So it, it was a tough call, but uh, I had, I like I said, I had a feeling that Cole was going to win. They weren't going to have him job twice. Um, so before I close out the show, uh, why don't we give out the results of the winners for the prediction poll? Bruno Tomas, Ben Ouellette, and John Venerick got one correct. Adam Aldico Loco. Loco. Gods of Juggalo, 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 Jackson, myself, and Troy got two. Cuban Assassin, Jake, and the Big Stick got three. And your winners, ladies and gentlemen, winners, there's two of them, <clears throat> Sal, and my personal favorite name right now, or second favorite, uh, it's a tie, uh, Charlotte's Squirt Cam. Sal and Charlotte's Squirt Cam are the winners of this prediction poll. Uh, congratulations, gentlemen. Uh, or, I mean, Charlotte's Squirt Cam could, give you, could be a female as well. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Um, wherever you guys see these polls, if you see them on our social medias, feel free to share them away, man. Um, and, uh, don't get me wrong. It is greatly appreciated the part that the people that participate, uh, we have some people that have been long standing on these prediction polls and we, we had, uh, two new ones actually. Uh, and so we, um, we appreciate that, guys. Appreciate it a lot. But as for me, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the NXT Rundown. Thank you for listening to me. Hopefully, I didn't bore you too much with me, myself, and I, and Big Johnny. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, don't forget to go to rundownwrestling.com and vote, make your votes on the uh, AEW Hottest Female Tournament. Go check out the archives if you want to listen to something from like five, six years ago. Hell, why the hell not? Why wouldn't you? Go throwback. Next Thursday, I want everybody that listens to this network to do Throwback Thursday and go back and listen. And if you do, comment. Feel free to comment, tweet us, respond to us, comment on that episode if you want. Check out the archives, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, uh, we are on Twitter and we are on Facebook, all the all the socials. We love the socials. But as for me, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. And I will annex to you next week. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck 
at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.